Viewpoint, the source of intercom dash. Let's talk about your perspective. You can't manage anything you can't see the balance in. To have a global vision, one must rise to a universal viewpoint. In other words, we must see our lives and the world on which we live in a greater context. A lion roaming through the desert found a little lion cub playing with a sheep. It so happened that the little lion had been brought up with the sheep, and had never had a chance to realize that he was a lion. The traveling lion was greatly surprised to see the young lion cub running away from him, with the same fear as the sheep. He jumped in amongst the flock of sheep and roared stop. But the sheep ran on, and the little lion also ran on. The lion pursued only the cub, not the sheep, and said, wait, I wish to speak to you. The cub said, I tremble, I fear, I cannot stand before you. The lion said, why are you running about with the sheep? You are a little lion yourself. No, I am a sheep, I tremble, I am afraid of you. Let me go. Let me go with the sheep, said the cub. Come along, said the grown lion, come with me. I will take you and I will show you what you are. And he took the cub to a lake and showed him the reflection in the water. There, the lion said, look at me, and look at yourself. Are we not closer in image? You are not like the sheep, you are like me. If you look from this earth, this grain of sand, out into the sky, then your mind will be controlled by the small dust of existence, the worries and the struggles of this short life. Rather, throw your whole mental power into the center of the cosmos, there take your new viewpoint and then give this earth its just rank in the sky. It is merely a grain of sand. Compared with the rest of creation, it is so small that its absence would no more affect the great universe than the loss of one fine particle of sand taken from the beach of a thousand miles. Bringing this universal perspective to your life takes you to your truest nature. Happiness can never been known on the surface. We may eat sugar or drink alcohol or dance but unless joy is felt deeply then there is no sense of it. True life can only been known at the center. Living on the surface, looking at ourselves as self-important beings, is as an ant in the anthill thinking its existence is long and significant. With self-importance only a lukewarm life is possible. This is not authenticity. A self-important life is a shallow life. It is lived out of balance with high fluctuations of emotion. From one drama to the next there can be no peace of mind. Life, for the self-important person becomes a daily routine of emotional turbulence of high and low, tension and surrender. These people almost attract drama. One thing after another gnaws at their ego. This is a very frustrating existence although on the surface it may look rich and dramatic. Ultimately it is shallow their heart and mind can have no rest. For this person their interactions become inauthentic because they have not really lived in their true nature. All they have done is danced up and down all day, running around the anthill, making noise and impressing themselves that they are alive, giving the impression of life. Only authentic life can become authentic relationship, and anything that is authentic, is beautiful. To transcend this inauthentic life needs a penetrating intensity, a different perspective. A perspective which transcends, cuts through, trivia. It is a complete change in perspective. Viewpoint is everything. If we take up the real viewpoint of life, we realize how foolish it is for humans to live in worry during their stay on this earth. What you think depends on the viewpoint from which you think. If you select the right viewpoint you'll see order in any chaos and this will transform your life from this moment onwards. You'll become a leader and not a follower, one who looks from a balanced viewpoint is a person you would be interested in following because they could guide you rather than mislead you. Viewpoint determines from which perspective you look at things. If you lived on an anthill and never looked beyond it, then you would be a citizen of that anthill, you'd be running around the anthill worrying about premature ejaculation and getting all bent out of shape because the toilet won't flush or your kids failed some trivial exam question. You'd have expectations of your boyfriend or girlfriend that they stay with you for life and therefore spoil the whole opportunity to find a morsel of love in your life.
And then, from that perspective, if you looked outside of that anthill, at the fields around you, a broader fear would rise in you. Not only then would you struggle to understand the tiny fragment of reality which is your body and its needs, but you'd have to look at the nature of things. You'd scream, how do I live in this big world, I feel so insecure, and then more fear would come, what if that happened to me, and then you'd pull your head back into the anthill and mind your own business. You'd laugh if you knew an ant lives for a few days and spent most of it worrying. Or doing personal growth courses trying to become a tiger because one ant was a freak of nature and promised that if you follow them you'd become a freak of nature too. Or you found out that there are ants running around thinking that they are so important. Ungrateful for life always talking about how it could be tomorrow. Ambitious ants. That's so funny. Accidentally you spill your tea and a million ants bit the dust. So much for all the worry, I bet if they knew their trivial existence was so precious that they would waste it, worrying and trying to become tigers. Maybe they'd start to learn how to prioritize, how to love and let go of all the constructs that block the awareness of beauty in their lives. What fills our mind, day and night is a matter of perspective. What worries us, what causes our stress and therefore what maintains tension in our lives is a matter of perspective. What fills the mind of the president of the untied states as he goes to sleep, may be the same issues that fills the mind of a poverty-stricken vagrant on the streets of India, if they both choose the same consciousness. Putting life in perspective is vital to our health. You can spend the whole of your life worrying about matters that you cannot do anything about. Or worrying about the inevitable. Conventional thinking is this. Religious thinking guarantees disharmony. But there needs to be discernment. The ideals that religions sell that their way of seeing the world of right and wrong is the only way, is the beginning of hell on earth. This is pure adulteration of the original teachings and has caused most every war on earth. Fanaticism, breeds conflict, both between peoples and within your own mind. We rarely step out of the comfort of our own small reality, yet when it is remembered that this earth is but a tiny grain of sand in a shore of almost endless drifts of sand, you see that this viewpoint will be limited. Most people's perspective is the visible distance from their home, they have never explored the world. The travels they have made have been hardly a scratch on the globe. Most people are self-focused, worried about the milk bread and survival. They are too busy or stressed to look up and wonder about the context of their existence. So the business person's viewpoint sees life, religion, morals and the standard of living, the rules of society and all their present and future plans and hopes from the viewpoint of commercial affairs. It is rare that their gaze goes beyond. Their thoughts may radiate out from the office but they will be held on the leash by the power of commercial intention. The artists have their own viewpoint. It is broader than that of the business person, is less practical, and more enjoyable. Disaster to the commercial person would empty their heart, while to the artist it would only arouse it. The reluctant person and who works in the kitchen and is closed in by four walls, their heaven is found in periods of relief, when exposed to a small part of the outside world. They get the stimulus to return and perform their work, however, it is short, sporadic and temporary. But if you select the right viewpoint you'll think inspired, and this will transform your life from this moment onwards. You'll become a mystic, one who has gained the truth and the universal viewpoint. Your thoughts and your existence will be transformed, and you will become a citizen of the great universe. We must find a way to say, I'm glad that happened. Loving the past is the great healer. Finding how to thank the past, being thankful about the past, is the cure in real world terms, where is God not? Relative size means everything. Relative size means everything. It means clearly that, if there were millions and billions of tiny people living on a grain of sand, and even if that grain of sand was so small that it was totally unimportant to us, they would seem as great to themselves as we do to ourselves, and a grain of sand would appear as vast a world to them as our earth seems to us. And those tiny people could in no way manage the grain of sand unless they stepped beyond it. Unless they saw the whole grain, 
they would have a local viewpoint and the more extreme local viewpoint would have to be those tiny people who walked around talking about how they feel. Their body would become their kingdom, it doesn't get smaller than that. This concept is to impress on your mind the opportunity we have to rise above our little concept of self-importance and begin to find those things in life which really connect us to the bigger picture. Most people don't understand the smallness of their life or even our world in this amazing cosmos, and consequently they have an anthill perspective of their life, self-importance becomes the god they worship and the world becomes doomed to wars, stress, drugs to solve simple health problems. The cost of an anthill perspective of life is more than that. The cost is that those things that are really, really important, don't get prioritized and we die before we die. We stop valuing humanity, love and a sense of awe vaporizes. We so easily lose that childlike wonder and gravitate to goals, objectives, self-improvement and work. Perspective is so crucial to happiness. What awe one can have when we step out of our little anthill. When we recognize the billions and billions of stars, the trillions of years that has gone before our little few tiny seconds of universal existence, and how lucky, how absolutely blessed we are to be spending even a few seconds inside a womb, to experience this moment in galactic time. Then I wonder if the crumpled newspaper, the missed train, the flaw in the silk pajamas would be so life-threatening. One movie star flew her own China and dining setting to Bali for a two-night stay in a hotel. This is not an anthill perspective. It the anthill inside the anthill and makes for a guarantee of the most miserable existence life could possible promise. The journey to a universal viewpoint. Let's leave Earth. We'll travel at the speed of light, 1 million miles each 5 seconds. Our first point of reference would be our nearest star, Alpha Century. It's the closest to Earth and one of the trillions of stars that make up our own small galaxy which in turn, is one of the 50 billion currently known galaxies in the cosmos a few seconds takes us past the moon. A few hours takes us outside the outer confines of our solar system. 24 hours, at a million miles each 5 seconds, and we are still no nearer to Alpha Century. It is still a tiny speck in the distance. A whole month passes traveling at the speed of light, 1 million miles each 5 seconds, we are no closer. A whole year, and Alpha Century is as far away as it ever was despite our trajectory remaining constant all the while. Our course has not deviated once. That nearest star doesn't grow larger. We are perplexed. A year goes by, two, three, four no change, we feel no closer to this, our nearest of the billions of stars in the sky. Then at last, four and a half years traveling at one million miles each five seconds, at last a change in size. Four and a half light years, to reach our nearest star. We look back. We can't even see our sun. The earth from which we came is not even a concept. We feel fear. How do we get back? There is no direction here. No north or south nothing but space. Vast 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 space. But this is just the beginning of our journey. We are heading to the center of the universe. Vast, vast distances. We want a universal perspective. Because this is the perspective of the mystic. This is the perspective that puts everything in perspective. Divorces become irrelevant, churches get seen for their narrow manipulation, war loses its reason and life can be seen in the context of its few milliseconds in billions of years of universal time. Now we can ask how important our problems are? The towel on the rack the right way round, or the cracked plate, or whatever. We can question the importance of saving species that will surely become extinct and protecting our lives from the inevitable. We can question the authenticity of boundaries and fences and procrastination. We can feed the starving knowing that withholding resources is a waste. Surely in this context we are beginning to reveal our insignificance, and that which we call important will become trivia. Isn't this the way we see life in true perspective? Traveling at the speed of light we are limited. We took 4.5 years already to get a tiny fragment of space under our belt. 
We have to change mode. We must now begin to travel by thought alone. Traveling by thought alone we are free to explore the vast reaches of space, and that we intend to do. By a change of pace from light to thought we traverse the vast expanse of space in a few seconds of actual time. It makes a great difference how we go. Light is swift. Electricity is swift. A ray of light will pass around the earth six times in one second. But light, swift as it is, cannot serve the demands of true knowledge. We must use imagination and thought as our vehicle, we must go in thought where humans cannot go, and in doing this, we become truly students of the mysteries, citizens of a whole new world. By the power of imagination we travel the vast expanse of space. Most of it is nothing. Billions of miles separate things, trillions of stars, billions of galaxies are passed in a moment until with our guide, UT, we have reached the center of the cosmos. All is still. The eye of the universe. The core of this swirling vastness. We are here. No matter exists not even your body. Can you imagine a more magnificent place? The home of the gods. A place where perfection exists and our duty is to bask in it. Beyond the mind there is a stillness. Awe. Silence. There is no tomorrow and now yesterday, it is an eternal moment. Your heart is open, and there is nothing to close it. There are no wars, there is no aggression, there is no conflict or doubt, or pain or suffering. It is nirvana. There is no separation one is all and all is one, silence is beauty. Miracles here are simply everyday life. The past and the future are not here. Neither exist. There is energy, it is perfect awareness. All time has condensed into this experience. We are here in the central courts of heaven in our true nature, no emotion, no time, no separation, no space, no past, no future. There is a music, but not of the ears. It is the sound of harmony, that perfect harmony we all know in our deepest being. Our spirit celebrates the vast dimension of life, the expanse of it and the wonder. Home of genius, realms of the gods, you are one with them, and they with you. Your body drifts unnoticed, your mind is thoughtless, there is simply now. It is here that your deeper being understands, this is your true nature. There is no grasping or holding on, your wanting is fulfilled. Insecurity is lost, because here all needs are satiated, you are truly in your true nature. Desire gives way to contentment a deep personal contentment in the knowledge of the wonder of the eternity of life and there is no need to alter one molecule, you now see the perfect order in everything. Here in your true nature there is no separation between man, woman and God and Goddess. They have merged. Complete, there is simply a love of being. There is a stillness and it is this stillness you choose to carry back to your little home. This stillness seems to be the key, the stillness of timeless space, you choose to understand it. This one element of your true nature seems beyond all else, a gift that you can transport from your journey, from this home in the heavens to your home and material worlds, stillness you will carry. There is order in the chaos. You will never find a law that prevails in the sky, that is contradicted by nature on earth. What do we find? From this journey you are invited to see that the universe is held together by laws and forces that are all-powerful. If any one of these laws were to cease to operate, disaster would follow. Nothing is left to chance. The supposed blind activity of nature is contradicted by the most deliberate and careful adjustment of all parts of the greater universe. The difference between a universal viewpoint and that of the ordinary person is the former views the whole at once, while the latter sees only the part. This distinction, slight as it seems at first, means the vast scope of the universe on the one hand and the worst of all personal and human interest on the other hand. Now which is the more important? We can know that whatever happens in human associations, must be found already established in the universe, the laws are all pervasive and therefore understanding universal law, is understanding nature's law. Our bodies can only operate freely, 
to the degree that they conform to these laws. There is no part of creation where these laws are not obeyed. What may seem like chaos and confusion to an earthly ant, operating in the perspective of the anthill, is really operating under laws of order. No movement escapes it anywhere in the cosmos, including your earth. Seeing order in the earthly chaos is the role of a universal viewpoint. Rather than loosing the great wisdom you have collected on this journey, you must learn to dissolve tension. You will need to consider how to live in a mindful state, one in which you are able to be still and therefore not lost in the illusion of earthly reason. A state in which you are able to be still and know within yourself the infinite nature of life. You need to be able to see beauty everywhere you look, in every event, and every circumstance and the only way to do this is to apply a universal perspective. In doing this you rise above victimhood and emotional reaction and take responsibility for your perspectives and in doing so give others the gift by handing them back the responsibility for finding the beauty in their life. You will need to turn your attention inside of yourself every day. You will need to open your mind and heart to feel the flow of energy within yourself. On this journey your awareness has expanded your consciousness has grown, and now the issues in your life have become smaller. Finally, there are no issues at all, you will see the complete universal order in the perceived chaos of life. Your notion of who is living your life and who is motivating your body will totally change as you return to earthly life. Furthermore your understanding and experience of the creative power of life in its fullest sense brings you to a total acceptance of your life within a larger scheme of life itself. You begin to embrace a real appreciation for the opportunities you have to interact and communicate with this gift of life, in any form. Then, whatever dance you do, whatever game you play, it becomes merely the arena in which you discover and express your interchange with this creative flow. Whenever you feel that energy of tension or anguish spinning in your head, it means that you are not doing something right, and at that moment you need to take a breath, relax for a moment, and return on the wings of thought to your new home. In doing this, over a few weeks it will become instantaneous and you will be able to live every moment of your life in harmony with all. Finding the order in the chaos requires this universal perspective because the ant is in it, it cannot decipher its life from the level of life that has caused it. No problem can be solved at the level of thought that created it. No argument resolved from the level of life that instigated it. You must rise to these central courts in order to understand your earthly role, to see yourself as a citizen of the universe and thereby hold center at all times in your life. So for a wise person, reality provides the beauty in which the laws of the cosmos are mirrored in nature. The whole of life becomes a celebration of what is great and profound. It is seen in light and dark, creation and destruction, pain and pleasure, self and other. This awareness gives balance to the personality. Wisdom gives that weight, seeking order in the chaos is the mark of wisdom. Foolishness at its core is worry, anxiety, stress, and giving one's power to circumstance through anxiety over that which cannot be changed. To emote on matters of opinion or reaction is unproductive. Wisdom alone brings freedom and when we free ourselves, we free others. You must learn to open to life on an earthly level, without getting lost. You have to remember who you really are in relation to universal citizenship, you must know where you are and where you're going, in the context of this greater story, and you remain open even under dire circumstance. This is necessary so that the energy you draw to you from the sun and stars, and the expansion that results, will re-articulate itself in your daily life in concrete, practical and beneficial ways. Ways that will serve you and all the people whose lives are connected to you. Only in this way will you really learn about energy, nothing comes from you, it only comes through you. You can stop taking credit and blame for what you do, and focus on seeing order in chaos and hence becoming a clear conduit for this energy exchange. It's the subtle energy of life itself.